0: WXDX-FM, Pittsburgh. Adam Crowley in for Mark Madden today on 105.9. The X, 412-333-9939, the number to call. Or you can join the cast of dozens. Follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. If Madden's got a tested IQ of 166, mine's got to be somewhere around 115. But I still know hockey better than the guys across the street. And, well, that's important today because the Penguins have hired a new general manager, Ron Hextall, former Flyers goalie. He, of course, hails from Greentree. But that's not all. Brian Burke, he of caveman descent, is going to be the president of hockey operations. It's hard to evaluate this on the fly because I so desperately wanted the Penguins to hire Ron Hextall that I thought that I would be giddy when they announced it. But we find out that Brian Burke is also part of the package deal and that I don't love so much. Now, all of Brian Burke's media cohorts from his previous job love the guy. A lot of people in hockey love Brian Burke. He shoots from the hip, not unlike his predecessor, Jim Rutherford. But I don't need the guy to be likable. I need the guy to be good at his job. In Brian Burke's last two front office jobs were horrendous failures with the Leafs and with the Flames. Now, he did win a championship with the Anaheim Ducks back in 2007, But that's been 13 years, and we know people in this town, they ain't got no patience for that. Mike Tomlin hadn't won a championship since 2010, and people want him out. So, Berkey, it's been a while. What does this mean? Oh, I've got theories. Rob Rossi is going to be joining us today at 3.30. He, of course, from The Athletic, he's been all over this GM search from the jump. We've got Stan Saverin, the godfather of Pittsburgh sports, joining us at 4.30. You want his opinion. And you got Matt Vensel from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette joining us at 5.30 today as well. He covers the Penguins for that outlet. So wall-to-wall, Penguins, general manager, and hockey ops coverage. Here's one of my theories. If Jim Rutherford had problems with having to go to David Morehouse before going to Mario Lemieux, perhaps the Penguins here are trying to fix that problem by having a go-between. And that go-between being Brian Burke. Now, I've been told by a couple of people via text message, oh yeah, that's right, sources, that these hires come directly from 66. Now, hey, he's the owner of the club. He's one of the greatest players in hockey history. So I guess that shouldn't be a shock to anybody. But Hextall and Mario Lemieux have a history together, not all bad, not all about Robbie Brown. And Brian Burke and Mario Lemieux are said to be buddies. That's a theory. What does this tell us about the Penguins moving forward, though? I think it tells us that they want pragmatism, they want patience, and they want somebody to help facilitate not necessarily a rebuild, but a way to build around the Penguin stars for the now, and a way to keep the Penguins relevant even after Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin's powers have been totally sapped up by Father Time. Ron Hextall has a really good track record of drafting and developing. Just look at the team that's assembled in Philadelphia right now. A lot of that is his work. Joel Farabee. 12 points in 13 games right now, really good player. You might know about him from what he did to the Penguins the first couple of games this season. You just wait. I think he's going to continue to be better. Travis Konechny, 24 goals in each of the last three seasons. The guy's a son of a bitch in a pain in the ass to play against. Draft pick by who? Ron Hextall. Carter Hart, next superstar goalie in the National Hockey League. Not a first-round pick. Second-round pick by who? Ron Hextall. Travis Sanheim. Hextall. Ivan Provorov. Hextall. He's been a patient team builder. Now, I'll miss the appeal and entertainment value that Rutherford always brought to the job. The excitement to know that he'd be in on every deal. But the future of the Penguins after Crosby and Malkin is a big question mark. And I think that a draft and development guy is the way to go. The other thing that I think you could interpret into this With Burke, is that he is a little bit more impulsive. So the hope maybe from Lemieux and Penguins Brass is to get the most out of the now. With Brian Burke maybe willing to wheel and deal. But then also, as the future approaches, to have Ron Hextall as the guy who's maybe more the break if Burke is the gas pedal. 412 333 9939. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. In the past, Brian Burke has been very critical of the Pittsburgh Penguins. You'll remember way back when, in 2012, that Brian Burke was asked about the Penguins and how they've built and the Penguins model. And Brian Burke said, and I quote, Pittsburgh model my ass. Because the Penguins had, in his mind, lucked into being good because Sidney Crosby and his ping-pong ball bounced right into their lap. I gotta be honest, I don't think Berkey was all that wrong. Now, you've gotta do a good job facilitating. You've gotta do a good job building the town around the Crosbys, around the Malkins of the world. And that's what I think Ron Hextall can do. I got into an argument with a writer who's a friend of mine, good dude, who lives in Philadelphia, who said that, eh, good luck with Philadelphia's sloppy seconds on Ron Hextall, that he wasn't able to win big enough in Philadelphia, and you need to think about that since he's become the hire for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And to me, I think that that ignores a couple of things. One, it ignores the fact that Ron Hextall was building around Claude Giroux, good player, and Jakub Voracek, good player, but not necessarily two elite superstar players. He put great pieces around those guys, but it's not like he's putting great pieces, was putting great pieces around Hall of Fame pieces like Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. I think that's one thing you have to consider. The other thing is the Flyers right now have 18 points, They're at first place in the whatever the frig Mass Mutual Eastern Division in this COVID-19 season. And a big reason why they're there is the guy who's walking through the door right now to be the general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, does it mean that he doesn't need to improve? That there weren't reasons why he was let go? That he was afraid to kick the door down when the Flyers had the opportunity to push to bigger and better things? No, that's a reality. And Fletcher is coming in Philadelphia, and he goes out and he gets Hayes, right? Who was really good for the Flyers last year. And you've got to go for it sometimes. And that was the problem with Hextall in Philadelphia. But the marriage of Burke and Hextall now, I think the Penguins are hoping to get the best out of Hextall's player development, and then hopefully the ability to go get it with Brian Burke, and they're hoping that both guys can maximize each other's strengths and minimize the other's weakness. We'll see if it works. And i got to be honest, if the Penguins didn't hire Brian Burke, I'd be over the moon right now. I'm still thinking this is an overall good thing. But if the Penguins only hired Ron Hextall, I'd be thrilled. Your thoughts. 39 Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. I think it's so important that this got done during the season and not after the season. How many more years of Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin do the Penguins have? Hell, Evgeny Malkin's played poorly this year. Yes, he scored a five on five goal on Saturday. Hooray, hurrah, he's back eh, I'm not so sure. How much longer do they have these two at the height of their powers? You need to maximize every last possibility to try to hoist one more Stanley Cup. That, to me, is what's going to come down from Lemieux, come down from Burkle, come down from Morehouse. That's goal number one. Try to maximize the window, see if they can get another championship. And in order to do that, you can't waste any time you've got left. If the Penguins had Patrick Alveen as the sitting general manager this entire season, would they have actually felt like they could give him the ability to swing a trade potentially for a third-line center that could help put the Penguins over the top right before the trade deadline? I don't think so. Would Patrick Alveen have had any freedom to improve the roster, even grabbing guys off the waiver wire? I'm not so sure. And if the Penguins were stuck in no man's land, sort of waffling, waiting, because they wanted to talk to Tom Fitzgerald in New Jersey, this would have cost the Penguins an opportunity this year to win the Stanley Cup. Now, do I think the Penguins are good enough? No. At best, I think they're the fourth best team in this division. But the way that the front office has to look at it is they have to look at this being an opportunity to win a championship. Because that's the way Lemieux is wired. That's the way Crosby's wired. It's the way Malkin's wired. And, and you don't think Mike Sullivan, who's always talking about how accomplished his group is, thinks that they can win another championship this year? So you needed to hire this guy now and not wait. They at least got that part right. 412-333-9939. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. We've got Rob Rossi coming up at the bottom of the hour to discuss this. I know the Penguins are in the midst of their press conferences. I'm talking my ass off right now, so I don't have the opportunity to see what's being said. I'll digest that during the break. Maybe I'll have a beer. Crowley, Informadden, your thoughts on the front office shift here in Pittsburgh. 412-333-9939. It's 105.9 the X.
1: And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. You don't have an option. You think it's the you show? It's the me show. Hey, what's up, Mark? Come on. The what? The robe? The hair? The woo. The X at 105.9.
0: One of my favorite things about Ron Hextall is that in his rookie season, he lost in the Stanley Cup final. I never want to see the Flyers have any success. And actually, if you're looking for something here besides the obvious, although this is probably obvious too, if Ron Hextall would be able to get the Penguins to a place where they could win another championship, my God does not not twist the knife in the heart of Philadelphia Flyers fans everywhere. My God, that would be glorious. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. It is the Crowell Man filling in for Mark Madden today, of all days, of course, as the Penguins have named Ron Heckstall, the general manager. They have named Brian Burke the director, the head of Hockey Ops, and Hextall was asked in the press conference that is still ongoing what the direction of this club is going to be, and he says the plan is to win right now with Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Chris Letang. Now, it has been widely speculated but not confirmed that one of the reasons that Jim Rutherford is no longer the general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins is because he wanted to trade either Latang or Malkin. I've been told that's not true, but right out the chute, Ron Hextall saying, if we're going to win, we're going to win with these three guys. And I think it's important to hear that. Here's something that's going to happen, and it already is happening They're going to win the press conference. I mean, Brian Burke is charismatic. He's outspoken. He's not unlike Jim Rutherford before him. And Brian Burke says Pittsburgh is the best sports town in North America. The next thing you know, he'll be talking about the view going over the Fort Pitt Bridge or how good the sandwiches are with the fries on them. I want substance. I don't need these guys to win the press conference. In fact, there's not all that much today that I can hear that's going to change my opinion one way or another over what the Penguins have done from a hiring standpoint. Now, I think it's important to report, I think it's important for me to tell you that Chris Letang, Evgeny Malkin, and Sidney Crosby are going to be a part of this thing moving forward, but there's not much that can be said that's going to change my mind about this hire. And I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'll continue to say it over the course of the next three hours, if it were just Ron Hextall, I would like it more, but I do think I understand what the Penguins are trying to do here. You've got a guy who is all about drafting and developing in Ron Hextall, or at least he was in Philadelphia, he says he's not a one-trick pony, it's another thing that just came out in this press conference, but you've got Brian Burke who is impulsive and by all accounts, is somebody who would knock the door down to make the appropriate move to go for it. And maybe the Penguins' thought process and Mario Lemieux's thought process is these guys can bring out the best in each other. Here's Brian Burke back in 2012 talking oh so fondly about how the Penguins assembled their roster. In a market like this, if people need to hear a bit more of the patience, the, the Pittsburgh model, or the other teams that struggled for years. What's the
1: Pittsburgh model? Struggled for years and got draft picks. They got a lottery. They won a goddamn lottery, and they got the best player in the game. Is that available to me? Should we do that? Should we ask the league to have a lottery this year? And maybe we pick first? The Pittsburgh model, my ass.
0: So there you go. He now has a chance to create his own Pittsburgh model, if you will. Brian Burke did just say mere moments ago, I think Sid's the best player I've ever had, and I've had guys in the Hall of Fame. It's funny because I just said that Ron Hextall talked about how they believe that they've got a chance to win a championship with Crosby and Malkin and Latang, But Rob Rossi, who's going to be joining us coming up at the bottom of the hour, just said Hextall didn't make it seem like It was a sure thing that Crosby, Malkin, and Latang will all be here after this year. And Rossi contends that if you're one of those players, you probably don't want to hear it. But what kind of legitimate general manager walks into a new job and starts closing doors without thinking about everything? I mean, isn't that a dereliction of duty? If Ron Hextall walked in and he was in the Penguins' facility and he sees the replica Stanley Cups, he sees all the Conn Smythe trophies and the banners the Penguins have in their offices, and he sees the scoring titles and he thinks, you know what? I absolutely have got to shut the door to a couple of potential franchise-altering moves. No, that's not how you do it. You walk through that door, and you are open to making the Pittsburgh Penguins better every single day that you're in charge. And if that means eventually trading Malkin or Latang, then you do it. Now, I'll be clear. Latang hadn't been good through ten games. He allowed the puck to be in the back of his own net way too much last year, too. And if you don't think other teams around the National Hockey League don't notice that as well, well, you're smoking crack. They see what Chris Letang has become, and he's not the player that he used to be. Does he drive possession? Is he still a good offensive force? Of course he is. But is he a liability? A lot of the time in his own zone, just look at the third goal scored on Saturday. Of course he is. Can you get high value out of Chris Letang? I don't think the answer is yes to that any longer. And the same is probably true with Evgeny Malkin, though, from a points per 60 standpoint last year, he was the best player in the National Hockey League. But you can't just close the door to the possibility of someone coming in and saying, hey, you know what, we'll give you two first-round picks plus an elite-level prospect for Evgeny Malkin. You can't, you can't walk in as a new general manager and just say, nah, no way, now." And if you think that you have to, well, then you care more about the star player as a fan than you care about the franchise itself. Now, I don't want to see Malkin play the rest of his career anybody anywhere else. Uh, Crystal Tang, I'm open for conversation. I never want to see Sidney Crosby not in a Pittsburgh penguin sweater. But to walk in from day one and just say, Nope, not doing it, that is not doing your job. And if Sidney Crosby doesn't like to hear it that way, if Evgeny Malkin gets a boo-boo, pout-pout face because, well, he didn't rule it out in his press conference, Ron Hextall, I'm sorry, Deal with it. If Chris Letang gets all pissed off so now he's going to do more box jumps than he typically does on a Tuesday, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. You can't close the door to possibility. 412-333-9939, 412-333-WXDX. Now, this is something that was said that is important. Brian Burke on Sid and the Penguins' current core, quote, you've got to think as long as we have those pieces – We've got to try to win, end quote. What's that tell you? It tells you that they're not going to stand pat. That they're not just going to let this string play out. That they're going to go for it. And I do think that among the Penguins fan base, there's probably some trepidation, knowing that Ron Hextall now the guy, that maybe they're going to value too much the first-round picks, the prospects, things of that nature, and aren't going to go out and try to maximize the window now. Well, the directive from up top is, go maximize it. And Brian Burke's saying, you've got to think, as long as you got those pieces, you've got to try to win. That's talking about maximizing it. Now, in reality, are the Penguins in a position right now with the way the roster is currently constructed to be a Stanley Cup contender? No, I don't think so. But, they should feel like it is. And they should feel like their job is to open that damn window and keep it open for as long as they've got those three. And that's what we've heard. 412 your thoughts. Do you like the Penguins hiring of Ron Hextall as general manager and Brian Burke as the director of Hockey Ops? Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. I got a lot of good tweets coming in that we will get to. But next, Rob Rossi covers the Penguins for the athletic. He's very good at sorting through all the minutiae here. We'll get Rossi's thoughts when we return. Crowley in for Madden on an historic day in Pittsburgh Penguins hockey history. 105.9 The X.
1: And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Um, what do you think about the new... I can't remember what I called, sorry. Really awesome call. The X at 105.9.
0: Crowley in for Madden big day here in Pittsburgh the Penguins have hired Ron Hextall as general manager and they have hired Brian Burke as director of Hockey Ops joining us now to discuss is the host of this show he's on a tram in an airport somewhere he is Mark Madden
1: uh Mark first blush your thoughts on the Penguins new front office first blush is I'm beet red because I been running through an airport to get my connecting flight here in Minneapolis St. Paul but uh I am dedicated, crowd man. So I felt it necessary to, to chime in. I'm not shocked by the Hextall thing. We all knew that was coming. Uh, they weren't going to get a young guy. Tory, and that ilk were always going to wait till the off season to, you know, get a job where they're not their own interim GM. I think Hextall's good. I think he did a good job in Philly. I think he did a good job in LA as the assistant GM. He was a victim of the organization's lack of patience in Philly because that team certainly has come good. And a lot of that is his work. The Brian Burke hiring is from way out of left field. And I'm going to be blunt. I can't stand the guy. I think he's a bully and a creep. I think he's a great hire for the team. (laughs) I'm trying to understand it myself. Because like I said, I don't like him. He's the only guy. I read his autobiography, which was recently published. And at the end of the book, I said, boy, it's almost as if Brian Burke wrote this book so people wouldn't like him. It's really, it's really quite incredible the way he presents himself, except for, you know, issues having to do with his family, for which he's to be uh, greatly admired and, and deserves a, a lot of sympathy, his son having passed away. But he is merciless. He is merciless. And he will spot this team for what it is. No doubt about that. Don't forget, it wasn't long ago in his TV gig, Brian Burke said he thought the Penguins' window was closed. Not today. He's saying what a great job it is and a great opportunity because he has to say that. But he believes their window's closed because it is. And I expect that he will act accordingly because with Brian Burke, you've got a guy who will act accordingly. Now, uh, obviously, there's a division of power there between Hextall and Burke. But let me tell you a few guys that this is going to be bad news from, from the Brian Burke standpoint. It's bad news for Mike Sullivan. Not today, not tomorrow. But if Brian Burke thinks this thinks this team's window is closed and that the team has to adjust the way it plays, which is something I've been saying since, boy, the best part of two years now, they're not fast enough to play fast anymore. And that's readily evident this season. And Sullivan can't get them to adjust. Sullivan's out. No question about that. If you look at Brian Burke, again, that autobiography, very fortunate. I read it. When he gets in a new place, if somebody doesn't fit his idea of what needs to be happening, he's out. He's out. I don't think it's good news for Chris Letang either. I don't think Chris Letang's his type of player. I'm not sure if Kenny Malkin at this point in his career is Brian Burke's type of player. But I think the big test now is Mike Sullivan, for Mike Sullivan, because I expect that Burke and Hextall will sit down with him and say, look, this team can't play the way it wants to or the way you want it to anymore. What's your plan B? I think these guys coming in will indicate, not not the first game for God's sake, so maybe not the first month, But there will have to be a plan B with these guys with the coaching.
0: Well, there's a lot to unpack there, and we'll get to Mike Sullivan in a moment. Mark Madden joining me, Adam Crowley, filling in for Mark Madden on 105.9 The X. But I'm wondering, Mark, if the pair of Hextall and Burke were put together because Hextall's more pragmatic and patient, and Burke is a
1: more fly-by-the-seat-of-his-pants,
0: kick-the-door-down kind of guy.
1: Oh, I don't think Burke flies by the seat of his pants necessarily. I think he is very calculated. I think whenever he does stuff, it has a good reason. And you're right, Hextall is very patient, deliberate. From that standpoint, they may make a good team. But I think one reason it was critical to bring both in, and the more I talk about this, the more I like it. One reason I think it was critical to bring both in, Crowman, is because if it was just Hexie, he might be one guy shouting out against the madness. You know, he might be saying, look, we need to play – more systematic. We can't play guns a blazing all the time, but then everyone else in the organization is telling him he's wrong. Mm-hmm. With Brian Burke, there's going to be somebody telling him he's right. Now, maybe I'm reading way too much into this and inflicting what I think is the current state of the team uh, upon what they're going to think, but I've got to be honest, after 11 games this season, I don't see how anybody can't can help but think the way I do. They have one win in 11 games, one regulation win. They've never been ahead by two their power play stinks their goaltending stinks how could you have an optimistic viewpoint about this team i'm not saying you burn it to the foundation just yet but i think you come in and take a real look at it what this team is needed taken organizationally for a long time is a real look at it
0: what does the hiring of these two tell us if anything about why jim rutherford was let go or uh, is that picture still not clear
1: I keep seeing that they wanted to trade Latang, and and the ownership wouldn't let Jim do it. Even though Jim said on my show that that wasn't the case. And you know, maybe uh, and people have said to me, well, you know, Jim would lie if, if it makes him look good. Yeah. Well, so would TJ Watt, but we've never considered that. Have we? Um, uh, I, I just, I just, I, I don't think they were trying to trade Latang. I think they might now. Mm. I think they might now like, uh, uh, Again, I I don't like Brian Burke. When we have him on the show, it's going to be an interesting interview. But I think he's the man for the job. When Van Halen started out, bear with me, your crowd, man. This story will add up, right? Their slogan was WDFA, those four letters, WDFA. It was on their road cases. It was stenciled. They had stickers. It was on Eddie's guitar. WDFA. Do you know what that stood for?
0: Of course I don't.
1: We don't F around. Brian Burke doesn't F around. How important was it
0: that they got the guy who doesn't F around during the season, Mark? I, I would have hated to see the Penguins have to wait to make a hire until the off season because, hey, this might wind up being a lost season anyhow, but I'd at least have, like to have a guy in there that can pull the trigger
1: on a move or two uh, if they feel like the right move is there. I'm sure that's going to happen now. Um I still think it's tough to hire a GM ten games in, yep. and for that matter, a director of hockey ops, because you're never going to get all your people in. You're, you're never going to, you know, get your structure in. Uh, uh, Crowman, look again. Read Brian Burke's book, and boy, for a guy I don't like, I'm sure I, I'm sure I'm plugging a revenue stream for him, aren't I? Uh, every place he goes, a lot of the old people disappear. Yeah, you know, he just changes things, and I think that'll happen here, but not in mid-season.
0: Did they get the guys that they really wanted to get? Or do
1: you think that they would have preferred to have a Drury or a Melonby type? The fact that they hired both makes me wonder. Had they just hired Hextall, um, I would have wondered. But, but now with the combination of Burke and Hextall, I'll be honest. I'm overjoyed. You know, I'm a Penguins guy. This can solve things. Or, and I hate to say it, Crown man, this might be more likely, This will reveal things can't be solved. It's time to move on from this era. But now, with Brian Burke and Ron Hextall, we will know.
0: Well, you want to see them do something other than what they've continued to try to do. Uh, It helps now, in the latter part of Crosby and Malkin's career, to have a new set of eyes, and one that isn't afraid to have to push a button if
1: need be, and that would be Brian Burke. Well, here's the thing. And I know people disagree with my, me on this. I know the coach disagrees with me on this. I know that the players disagree with me on this. And by the way, very unfortunate, I wrote my entire column for the Trib to, to turn in tomorrow, and now that's all done. Because it was about, honestly, that the new GM was going to be up against it, but now maybe he won't be because of the presence of Burke. And, and if it makes it sound like Burke's going to be the guy in charge, he really is going to be. Brian Burke isn't a second in command. He's really the guy in charge. You know, Hextall's the GM, but but the guy I believe, I believe to have yay or nay power is going to be uh, Brian Burke. But, but if you look at this team, the way it wants to play, the way it wants to play is a way they can't play anymore. They're not equipped to do it anymore. They just are simply not equipped to be the fastest, most skilled team out there because they are not the fastest, most skilled team out there. They just are not no matter how much they say it no matter how much they believe it none of that is true they are not what they think they are they are not what they used to be and it's time to change the way they play it's time to find a plan b it's time to maybe adjust the roster to facilitate a more realistic way of playing that suits the guys who are left over mark are you ever going to write an autobiography oh god if i did it would cause a lot of trouble for a lot of people uh, not Martin. You know, I, I want to say by the way, R.I.P. to Marty Schottenheimer, who I met on several occasions sure. I liked a great deal. And uh, I, uh, Rick Flair, uh, through my friendship, used to come and speak. You know what the Dapper Dan Dinner is, right? You're a young guy; you might not really know. I do. Okay. Well, you can imagine what that was like. And one of my fondest memories from those days, way back when, is eating at Promanty's at three in the morning with Rick Flair, Bill Cower, and Marty Schottenheimer, <laughs> each as drunk as the last. Mark, appreciate the time. We'll talk to you soon. Safe travels. How do you feel about this? Give give me your 15-second synopsis, Carlman. How do you feel?
0: Well, the people are getting another two hours and 15 minutes of it, but I would have liked it to begin with if it were just Hextall. Uh, I wanted Hextall from the beginning. Uh, I think a guy who values uh, prospects and who values uh, draft capital, I think that that's a guy who's necessary to see the Penguins into the future. But the more I talk to you, and we're going to talk to Rob Rossi as well. I've been going back and forth with a couple of people in the know as well. Uh, they seem to think Brian Burke's actually uh, maybe going to be the straw that stirs the drink here
1: and in a good, in a good way. So I like that too now, the more I think about again, it. To, again, to reiterate, had it just been Hextall, and I, and I agree with what you're saying to a large degree in theory, in theory, had it just been Hextall, He would have been one guy saying it's this way and everybody else in that organization would have been saying, no, it's the way we like it. And Brian Burke is going to come in and say in a very deep, booming, gruff voice, F the way you like it. W-D-F-A. Thank you, Mark. Be careful. Thank you. Too late for that. Bye.
0: That's Mark Madden. I'm Adam Crowley filling in for Double M. The the more I heard Mark talk there, the more I've thought about this now over the course of really the last hour since it's come out. You know, Brian Burke had to defend himself today from comments that he made on the TV set where he talked about the Penguins and their championship window being closed. If Burke actually thinks that the Penguins window has closed, is that the worst thing? I don't think that it is. Uh, This team, as constructed, isn't a cup contender. Uh, They've played 11 games this year. They've given up over 40 goals. They're not scoring on the power play. The penalty kill is an absolute sieve. Uh, The bottom six, as currently constructed, I know that guys like Teddy Bluger have performed, but they performed over their head. I don't think it's good enough. So, if Brian Burke thinks that the Penguins' window has closed, but now the directive from management is going to be to keep and prop that window open, is it the worst thing in the world to have a guy who feels like change is necessary to be actually making the changes? Now, I realize that Jim Rutherford every year feels like changes need to be made, but Jim Rutherford had a plan, and Jim Rutherford's plan to this point was leading the Penguins to a place where they might not make the playoffs this season. Brian Burke, thinking the Penguins' window is closed, I think is going to help the Penguins here. Now, will he make the right moves accordingly because of it? Ho, <laughs> ho, we shall see. Does he get to make the moves or does Hex get to make the moves? ho, 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 we shall see. But to look at the Penguins and have watched them play over the first 11 games this year and to think that this team is in a position to win a championship this year I think is an absurd takeaway. And Brian Burke feeling like this team needs a jolt, needs a change, that's going to help them. Potentially. At least a new idea, a new fresh set of eyes is going to help them. What they do with those eyes, well, that's the question. Rob Rossi at the top of the hour. Your thoughts on these moves. 412-333-WXDX. Crowley and for Madden,
1: 105.9. Go cool consultation. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Hey, what's up, Mr. Madden? Their moth might say no right now, but in their hearts, they're saying yes, yes, oh yes. DX at
0: 105.9. I got this tweet at underscore Adam Crowley. If Burke thinks the Penguins' window is closed, would he have taken the job? And the answer to that question is yes, of course. And I do believe that Burke thinks that the Penguins' window is closed as presently constructed. But there's not a person in professional sports that is a coach or a front office executive that doesn't think that they can't push the right buttons to make a team win, that they can't push the right buttons to control a situation. Case in point, I mean, Mike Mayock and John Gruden thought that they could fix Antonio Brown. Uh, The Patriots thought that Bill Belichick could fix Antonio Brown, and we saw how those situations work. Every front office in sports thinks that they've got the plan, that they've got the cojones to be able to make something. And Brian Burke, if thinking the Penguins' window is closed is presently constructed, his thought now is, how can I get them to a point where they can legitimately contend? That's what he's thinking. And that's why he takes the job, even if he thinks that this year they can't win a Stanley Cup. 412-333-9939. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. I like it if Brian Burke doesn't think that the penguins are in great shape right now i mean have you guys watched the team they played 11 games they've given up 40 goals the goaltending sucks the bottom six has at times played over its head but are you going to win the stanley cup with teddy bluger as your third line center i don't think so i mean do we know what jared mccann is and he's a big fixture in your bottom six this team right now, any mistake that they make winds up in the back of the net. Uh, Mike Sullivan keeps talking about it. They make catastrophic mistakes. They played well on Saturday. They talked about how they played well on Saturday. The media, the fans, talked about how they played well on Saturday. And you know what they did? They lost 4-3 to in regulation to the New York Islanders, who had scored, what, 19 goals coming in? If a team thinks that they played well, and they lose 4-3 to to the Islanders... And they do so clearing a puck over the glass. Uh, And they do so with those catastrophic mistakes winding up in the back of the net. How good of a team is it really? You need new eyes. And now they got four of them. Two sets. Hextall and Burke. Now Madden says the more he's thought about it, the more he likes it. I'm inclined to feel the same way. But I will throw this caveat in there. I think that to have somebody who feels like things need to change is good for the Penguins. Does that mean that he's the right guy and they're the right pair to make those changes? That's the question. But look at what's happened with Philadelphia. They didn't have a rebuild, did they? It was sort of a build on the fly. Because you knew who your principal pieces were in Giroux and Voracek. And Sean Couturier now has been one of those guys so you'd feel is part of that. And Hextall signed him to a very team-friendly contract. But it wasn't that they traded Giroux and traded Voracek and they built the thing from the ground up. It was how do we surround those guys with talent and become a Stanley Cup champion? And if you look at the Philadelphia Flyers today, right now, they've still got Giroux, and they've still got Voracek, and they've got Sean Couturier, and they've now surrounded them with guys like Provorov, and Sanheim, and Konechny, and Joel Farabee. The Penguins, with Sidney Crosby, Chris Letang, and Evgeny Malkin, and by the Penguins I mean ownership, view themselves as contenders. And they're not going to want the Penguins to tear it all down, but can a guy help them retool on the fly? If that guy exists, I thought it could be Ron Hextall. The Burke thing, I'm still warming up to, liking it more and more. But I like new eyes on the Penguins. Rob Ross, you're going to join us in 30 seconds. Crowley in for Madden, 105.9.